grace and peace to you in the name of our God, our Father, and in Jesus Christ, the coming one. And it is my prayer that the Holy Spirit would be among us uh, as we share together in the words that were read to you from Galatians. And let us pray together. And now, God, we ask that you would open our hearts and our minds and our souls so that we, your gathered people, might receive your word with thanksgiving and with praise. And as always, O God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be found acceptable in your sight, my Lord and my Redeemer. In the strong name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. I need you to know that it goes without saying that I have longed for this moment ever since it showed up on my calendar. <laughs> now let me tell you how much I've longed for it. I longed for it so bad until I showed up a week early. <laughs> and Brother Bill Arnold was gracious enough to show me around the campus and to, and to feed me in the president's office but I have longed for this moment. I also need to let you know that this will not be the last time that I'll be among you. I hope to be able to hang out at Asbury Theological Seminary sometimes. And so I just want to say a word of thanks to the wonderful hospitality uh, that I have been shown every time I've stepped foot on this campus. It lets me know that God's spirit is indeed present in this place and among God's people. The word Advent is defined as the coming or arrival, especially the coming of something that has been long waited for, a momentous event. And what could be more momentous than this? that the word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and full of truth. And we have beheld his glory, the glory of the only Son from the Father, in the fullness of time. God's timing is flawless. God's timing is perfect. For at the right moment in time, God's long-awaited redemptive breaking into human history was accomplished. At the fullness of time, at the right time, prophetic salvation is fulfilled in the advent of Jesus Christ. And in him alone are God's ultimate promises made real. You see, in the advent of Jesus Christ, God, God's word in the hymn, as the hymn writer says it, breaks the power of canceled sin. He sets the prisoner free. We say it over and over again in our Eucharistic liturgy at the right time. Christ has died, Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. And this is our Advent hope. 
the Lawrenberg Department Store called it the layaway plan. My mama called it buying on time. But any way that you described it, it was not my favorite thing for twice a year. My mom would march us down to the Lawrenberg Department Store one time at the beginning of school and, and she would begin to pick out all of our clothes that, that we were to wear that year and, and she would put them on layaway. But I think I hated it most at Christmas because she'd march us down to the Lawrenberg department store and, and we'd pick out toys and, and she'd put them on layaway and, and oftentimes I'd, I'd walk by that window of the Lawrenberg department store and I'll point at something and I'll say, one day, that's gonna be mine. If my mama pays it on time, one day, it's gonna be mine. As they say, timing is everything. Just imagine this. Imagine a, a baseball player standing at, at home plate and, and the pitcher is pitching a fastball to him. And, and if that batter does not swing at the right time, it can make all the difference between striking out and a home run. Timing is everything. Think about a football team, a wide receiver, and, and the quarterback. That, that wide receiver has to run precise timing and routes, and the quarterback has to let that ball go at the right time because it could mean the difference between an interception and a touchdown. Timing is everything. Timing is everything to a good story, a good joke. And, and I learned that, that more than ever as I was down at the Redbird Conference at their Christmas party. And, and they have this ability to tell a story. And, and at the right time, they hit you with the punchline. And, and the story is so funny that you'll fall out of your chair laughing. And, and if you try to tell that story, and if you, doesn't have, if you don't have the timing, it does not come out right. I can't tell it like they tell it because they had the right timing. And even when you plant a garden, timing is everything. Now, I don't consider myself to be much of a farmer, but one of my first appointments, I served a three-point charge and they gave me a tiller <laughs> and a little spot to grow a garden. And I went out and I got like I was a big time farmer and I brought the farmer's almanac. <laughs> because I wanted to make sure that I knew the right time to plant that seed. If you plant it too soon, a late frost can kill it. If you plant it too late, the crops won't mature. Timing is everything. And God's timing is flawless. It's perfect. It's like the old gospel African-American song that says that he's an on-time God. He may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. He's an on-time God. When the fullness of time had come,
Thanks be to God that God sent his son and, and gathered up all of history and arranged it for the moment when God would speak God's ultimate word to a lost world. Thanks be to God that, that at the right moment in time, God gathered up all history and spoke God's final word that would redeem the whole of creation, wrapping up history in the word made flesh. Timing is everything in God's timing is perfect. God's timing is flawless. God arranged everything so that at the right time, just as prophecy had said, that everything would happen just so. When creation, when creation was groaning under the weight of darkness and sin and evil and injustice and oppression, when the forces of evil seemed to be winning a day at the right time, God spoke light into the darkness. When the world was crying, how long? God's plan to reconcile creation was unfolding over time, and, but I'm sure that there were those who must have felt that God's timing was all for many of us are like the person who prayed, God, give me patience and give it to me now. It seems that the world was not ready during Jesus' first advent. They were not ready for God's timing to be filled, fulfilled in a manner that it happened. Now, I'm sure that the Jewish people of that day were not very happy being an occupied country by the Roman Empire a Roman Empire that was used in Herod as a puppet king. And one could almost hear the echoes of their cry, How long, O oh God? How long? And many must have thought, How could God keep God's promises under these circumstances? You could almost hear them repeating the woeful and the haunting song of that ancient psalm, Psalm 137, by the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down and we wept when we remembered Zion. How long, O oh God? On the willows there we hung up our harps. For our captors asked us for song, and our tormentors asked for mirth, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion, but how can we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land how long, O oh God, before you redeem us? But God's plan was coming together at the right time. At the right time, in the fullness of time, in the most unlikeliest of ways and in the most unlikeliest of people. Just think of Joseph. He's been engaged to be married. And the timing couldn't have been worse for his bride-to-be to come and tell him that, that she was pregnant by another man. The timing couldn't have been worse. 
And think about both Mary and Joseph when Augusta made that decree that all the world should be enrolled or taxed. Even Caesar answers to God's timing. Can you imagine Joseph throwing up both his hands and saying, Lord, you've got to be kidding. This is the worst time. Mary's about to have a baby, and we got to travel to Jerusalem, or to Bethlehem. The timing could not have been worse. But God's ways are not our ways. And God's thoughts are not our thoughts. And God's timing is certainly not our timing. God's timing is always best. Caesar's decree becomes God's timing to fulfill the prophecy as Micah had foretold it when he said, but you, Bethlehem Ephrata, Though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will rule over Israel, whose origins are from ancient of times. What a bad time to be in Bethlehem. What kind of God is this who chooses such time, such circumstances, to redeem all of humankind and all of creation. But this was part of God's plan, perfectly timed to redeem you and me and the whole world through the gift of Jesus Christ, ransoming us to be a part of God's family in the fullness of time the right time, making it so that we could be sons and daughters of the living God, heirs of the promise, when the fullness of time had come, God sent Jesus, his son, born of a woman, born under the law. And you know, in our world today, people are asking over and over again, how long, O oh Lord? before you return? How long will this darkness prevail? How long will injustice and oppression and evil and sin rule the land? How long before ultimate peace and love will reign? We wait, we watch, we prepare for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. If you ever get a chance, listen to some of Martin Luther King Jr.'s sermons, not the famous ones, but the ones that he preaches when he's at home among his people. Listen to some of those sermons, and, and every once in a while in the background, you hear somebody say, how long? And then somebody answer, not long. How long, oh God? Not long. And I believe that even in our world today, at the right time, God's grace working in us through Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit every day is pushing against the darkness as we cry out louder and louder with all of our souls and all of our hearts, how long, O oh Lord Jesus, 
Come, Lord Jesus. Come, thou long-expected Jesus. Come. But before kingdoms change, people must change. And at the right time, God has this ability to work in the hearts of men and women. The most unlikeliest of people, in the most unlikely of places, if we submit ourselves to the timing of God, God is able, more than able, when we are willing to submit our lives to his timing, That's when we are reborn into the family of God. As the baptismal covenant reminds us, we are initiated into Christ's holy church in the fullness of time at the right time. I never will forget my own baptism. I was 12 years old, and, and I couldn't explain it all to you, but, but somehow I know in that moment and in that time, God was working something in my life that I can never do. And at the right time, at the right moment, God sent these two young ladies to walk in our neighborhood and invite us to vacation Bible school. And I, I begin to learn the songs of Zion. I begin to learn the stories of Jesus at the right time. Thanks God that at, in the fullness of time, the church stepped up. The church stepped up and told me the stories that Jesus loves me. This I know for the Bible tells me so in the fullness of time at the right time. And so when the timing in life seems to be going wrong, when your hopes and dreams don't seem to work out, when you throw up your hands in frustration shouting, Lord, how could this be happening now? Remember God's timing. It often works contrary to our timing, but God's timing is perfect. Who would have ever thought that God would come in the way that God did? And nothing, not even time itself, could stop God from sending Jesus Christ our Savior. And friends, nothing will stop God from sending Jesus again. For as the Apostle Paul writes in another place, for I am convinced that neither death nor life nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor heights, nor depths, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Thanks be to God that in the fullness of time, God wrapped up my history and your history in Jesus Christ. Thanks be to God. And, and men and women of God, people of faith, it is our time to rise up and tell the world that God 
so loved the world that, that God gave God's only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. There's somebody out there waiting on God's timing and you can speak that word, you can speak that hope, you can speak that joy, you can speak that promise, you can speak that hope into their lives because in the fullness of time, God gave you life. And so thanks be to God that when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son at the right time. Amen.